0: As a mom, I can't help but look at my kids and just think about the kind of world that they are growing up in. And I also just feel this immense sense of responsibility to teach them to be good humans and good citizens and kind and generous and uh, thoughtful and justice seekers and and so many things. And there are times when We are in the midst of so many crazy things happening in our world. Where I look at my kids and I look at some amazing young people, and I think there's hope. There is hope for this world because of the amazing things that these young people are doing. And my guests today, I am telling you, they are going to inspire you to feel like the next generation is going to change the world. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guests... Yes, that's plural this week is the incredible all-girl pop rock band, Girl Power. The group consists of incredibly talented young girls, ages 11 to 17, who create and sing original music, cover songs, they play instruments, and they dance. Right now they have six original songs that have already launched and they debuted their first album last summer. They are a group based out of Toronto, but its members are all across um, Ontario, spanning from Windsor to Niagara Falls to Collingwood to Oshawa. Girl Power Sound is rooted in pop rock with the goal of inspiring others to be their best through their music and their lyrics. You know, too often, young people are influenced by the thoughts and life experiences of singers and musicians who are in their late teens and their 20s, and they wanted to start a group because they believe that it's time to give young people an alternative to these messages. But in addition to their passion for music, each girl in the group also has a social cause that they represent, like advocating for better education for girls all around the world, youth homelessness, give peace a chance, mental health support, and awareness or all of us taking better care of our health through the foods that we eat also girl power is juno nominated now if you are not canadian you might not know that the juno awards are basically the canadian grammys this is a huge deal they have been nominated for album of the year in the children's category because this is history making for them they are the first ever group of young people or children to be nominated for a juno award in the children's category for album of the year i loved having these amazing girls on the show my daughter lily who is about to turn seven she is already obsessed with their music and i just absolutely adored interviewing them and learning a little bit more about Girl Power. Now, stay to the end of the show because I actually will be including their hit songs, This Is Us and Never Let Go. So without further ado, on to my conversation with Girl Power. I am so excited. Today is probably one of, in over 200 episodes of this podcast, this is probably one of the most unique episodes that we will have ever done, is I have the amazing girl group, girl power with me on the show today. Um, I don't have everybody here, but we've got a great, uh, just a great group. We've got some um, amazing, amazing young women who are inspiring so many people with their incredible music. And uh, so first, let me just say, welcome. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: Hi. Hi. Hi.
0: This is so awesome. This is just so much fun. And um, I really wish that for this particular episode, I could do some sort of, I could like insert some sort of technology into the podcast world so everybody listening could see your gorgeous faces and all of that. But um, well, we're going to just dive right in because I want to really get to know all of you. So would one of you share the Girl Power 101? So who are you, and what do you
2: guys do? Sure. So we're an all-girl group. We're based in like the GTA area, so if you don't know where that is, we're in Canada. And the GTA is like the Greater Toronto area. So if you know where Drake lives. That's, oh yeah. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> a bit yeah, so we're we're aged like twelve. I'm pretty sure Chloe's the youngest. I think twelve years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. And our oldest is Karina, she's eighteen. And yeah, we play instruments, we all sing and we like to perform at like local events
0: and yeah, we do a lot of things. It's really awesome. That is amazing. Now, who, like when did Girl Power get started and how did you come up with the name?
2: So Girl Power started over three years ago now and it started with our manager, Dawn, and she decided, hey, I want to create a girl band that inspires the world and so basically, it started with an online audition. And in the, uh, that audition, we had to uh, sing a song that we really liked and title it Hashtag Girl Power. And from there, Dawn picked who she liked the best and who she think would be the best to represent the name Girl Power. And we got to do live auditions in groups where we danced and we sang together. And then we had to do solo auditions where we sang Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper. And that became <laughs> our staple song.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let me first real quick, just kind of uh, for the listeners, introduce uh, who I have with me today. Uh, We have Ashika Brigitte. Hi. Emma, Chloe Ray, Callista, and Chloe. And so I am just so excited to have each of you. And so really quick, I just want to kind of go down the line and have each of you just kind of introduce yourself and kind of share what your unique contribution to the group is. So Ashika, I'm going to start with you.
2: Um, so I think my unique contribution, it would be my voice or I usually come up with ideas a lot. So I guess that really helps. <laughs> yeah. um, and my vocal range, because I usually do more of the low notes and a lot of girls do the higher notes. So it does help to get like the lower harmonies.
0: Yeah. I, uh, fun fact about me, and I don't even know if my listeners know this, but I am, or I sing. And when I was growing up, I was in choir from the time I could start to sing until I mean, even in college, I was in a college acapella group. And in high school, I mean, I was at like, I was at school at 5.45 in the morning every day for show choir and all of that. And so it's funny how, because I love how you say that, that you're, you sing at a lower range. So it, I actually, my voice changed a lot. And so I was a soprano one and then I was a soprano two. And then now I'm really more in like an alto two range. <laughs> so you never know. It can just, you can really go all over the board. So thank you so much, Asha. Rajit, Brigitte, would you introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about your contribution to the group? So I'm Rajit. I'm
3: 13 years old and I'm from Barrie. And honestly, my unique contribution is my sense of
0: humor and my electric guitar playing. Okay. You play electric guitar. That's awesome. Yes. Now, how old were you when you started learning how to play electric guitar? Uh, I was 10 years old and I got my first guitar on my birthday. That is awesome. And how old are you now? Thirteen. Thirteen. That's awesome. I actually, I should have asked, um, Ashika, how old are you? Oh, I'm 12. Twelve. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, Brigitte, how long have you been with the group?
3: Um, so, it's been almost a year. Um, one of the newest members, and it's honestly been so much fun.
0: That is amazing. That's amazing.
4: Okay, Chloe Ray,
0: you're up next.
4: Hi, um, my name is Chloe Ray. I'm 12. I live in Uxbridge, and my unique contribution to Girl Power is my voice, because I sing very with a very low voice, and a lot of people can't do that, so
0: yeah. That's awesome, and how long have you been with the group? Well, I'm a
4: very new girl power, so I've been like a few months.
0: (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Emma,
2: you're up. Okay, so my name is Emma. I'm 14. I'm from Hamilton. Um, I've been singing basically ever since I could speak. I was really inspired by Hannah Montana. I used to watch her a lot when I was little.
1: Yes.
2: Um, my unique contribution, I would say, is either knowing how to play chords on the piano, because a lot of people um, don't know how to, and so I basically help everybody out with it, and I can figure I, I have a good ear to figure out chords for songs. So, and then something else I would say is my, like, knowledge of technology, because sometimes Dawn doesn't know how to work the Instagram live, so I can help out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, For those listening, um, their manager, Dawn, is also with us. Dawn, if you want to just say hi really quick, you can say hey to everybody.
3: (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks, Emma. You're right. Thanks for your help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, Dawn, she called you out. It's all right. I, you know, I'm in my mid-30s and I always think that I can run all of the social media. I mean, this is partly my job yet I'm at a point where I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not touching TikTok. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I had, I my first internet experience was, I had a um, you know dial up with a CD-ROM of like 50 free hours of AOL. And I'm like, if you had that, you're too old for TikTok, okay? So I'm just putting a PSA out there for the po- folks listening. If you ever use the internet for like 50 free hours of AOL, you are too old for TikTok. <laughs> so, and I love how the girls listening are like, what's AOL? What was 50 free hours? What's a CD ROM? Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you so much, Emma. Okay, Calista, you are up. Hi, everyone.
2: I'm Callista Wilson. I am 16 years old and I am from Oshawa, Ontario, which is about 45 minutes east of Toronto, Ontario. I've been in the group uh, for three years now. Uh, since it started, and it's honestly, it's been the best years of my life, to be completely honest. I have learned how to become confident when I'm on stage. I've learned how to play three instruments since, since starting Girl Power, and I'm always growing and I'm always progressing. One of the things that I think is unique about me in Girl Power is that since I've been in the group for three years, I get to help the new people learn instruments, and learn choreography and learn harmonies for our songs. And just like Ashika and Chloe Ray, I also, I have a very weird range. In school, I'm a soprano one, but in girl power, I'm like an alto. So I I do do a lot of the lower
0: harmonies and it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Do you play any instruments? Because I see one right behind you.
2: Yeah, um, I play the ukulele. That was the first ever instrument I learned how to play. And then I was always trying to learn how to play the guitar, but it always became like a struggle. So once I started ukulele, I was like, well, the guitar is just a bit of a bigger version of that. So I just started playing the guitar. And then I learned through Emma, actually. I watched her play piano. And so I just kind of
0: learned that's awesome. That's awesome. Ukulele. I mean, I was, if I, if you had given me a list of instruments that were your first instrument that you learned, ukulele would not have been my first guess, but I think that's awesome. <laughs> um, you. all right. And Chloe, last but not least. Hi everyone.
4: I'm
2: Chloe Sabaton. I'm 12 years old and I'm from Etobicoke, Toronto. I've been in the group for about two years Uh-oh. now, and I've learned lots of stuff. I've learned how to play an instrument And I've learned tons of dance moves and tons of vocal tips. I would say my unique contribution to Girl Power is probably my voice because I can hit some really low notes, just like Ashika and Chloe Ray and Calista.
0: That's awesome. Well, you guys, I would just want to say... Up front. So I uh, downloaded some of your songs and um, I actually have been playing them for my daughter. My daughter is almost seven and she loves your music. And I think one of the things that is awesome as a mom of a, a girl and one of the things that I, and really inspires me about what you guys are doing is, you know, you, cause I, I think about like I grew up listening to Spice Girls and a lot of kind of the, the 90s girl groups. And um, I was actually really into R&B music when I was little. So like, I loved like SWV and salt and Pepper, and I love TLC. And I think about like, I still don't, don't get me wrong. I still love their music. Um, I think about like, even Spice Girls, they didn't necessarily have a lot of music that when I think about like the lyrics are something that I would want my almost seven-year-old listening to when I really think about it. And, you know, a lot of times what happens at least what I've found with music that is typically geared towards, you know, young, young people, it can have inspiring lyrics, but isn't actually that catchy. <laughs> And what you guys have really done is create songs that have amazing, really empowering, encouraging lyrics that are also really good. It's good music, it's catchy, and it's something you wanna dance to. It's something my kids are having dance parties to Um, just over the weekend. My kids were listening to your music and dancing in the backyard, and I just, I loved it. So I wanna just kind of talk about that a little bit is, you know, being a part of this group, and, and some of you shared that, you know, Hannah Montana was something that you, you know, inspired you. You know, what is it about being a part of Girl Power and realizing that you guys have an influence over girls your age, like your peers? What is some of the the messages that you hope to get out there through your music?
1: Yeah, so our
2: songs have messages about like anti-bullying, um, just positivity, girl empowerment, and not just for girls, for everybody, for all types of people, (laughs) even like males, females, Mm -hmm. adults, kids, everyone just, um, we just really hope to inspire others.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Does anybody
2: else want to add anything to that? Yeah. So we actually have a song called This Is Us. And it's a bit different from our other songs, even though it does have a positive message. It's about our social causes, which are issues that are in the world that we really want people to be aware of and we want to fix, such as mental health awareness, children's health, and homelessness.
0: Yeah. that's actually I'm really glad that you brought that up, Calista, because that was actually going to be my next question. And that was another one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on the show is that's obviously a big part of my passion. That's the whole reason I started a podcast called Business with Purpose It's just to show people, you know, different examples of different types of people who are using sort of their, their career, their vocational life, their kind of their professional pursuits to make a positive impact on the world. And that was one thing that I just thought was so inspiring and encouraging about you guys is here you are at some of you are 12 years old, 16 years old, you are taking on really big social causes. And so I would love for you to just kind of share what are the social causes that you guys have taken on and how do you use your music platform to act positive change in those areas?
2: So, everyone in Girl Power has a social cause, just like you said. For example, like, give peace a chance or feed the hunger. And mine is the Give and Restore Hope Children's Charity. And for example, in one of our songs called This Is Us, just like what Calista said, yeah. we are holding up signs that like, have messages of our social causes and how you can donate them. And we also have posts on Instagram and Facebook about how you can donate to our social causes and yeah.
0: That's awesome. How about you, Chloe Ray? What is your social cause? My social cause
4: is youth education because I believe that every child should get a great education. And I feel like if you get a great education, you can do so well in life. Mm-hmm. I think that's really
0: important. Yes, yes. Amen to that. How about you, Brigitte? So
3: mine is homelessness and mental illness. And it's honestly, I just decided to pick it because like they need help. Even with the time right now, um, the people that don't have houses and don't have the money to pay for like medication that we need to help them right now because they need masks. They need they need some gloves because this is very dangerous for them.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, how about you, Ashika?
2: Um, my social cause is feeding the homeless because I think of it as just, Giving them another day to live because like let's be honest, they only eat like scraps on the floor. Maybe if they're lucky enough, they can go buy some fries at McDonald's. So I think it's just really inspiring for them because we can't help everyone out there to go give them enough money to maybe pay a rent for some for a house or something like that. So I think it's just giving them another day to inspire. And I help people um, actually every Christmas or like Christmas Eve or around Christmas. I go down with like gift baskets and I make like little tiny snacks and food. And I just go down the streets of downtown Toronto because there are, there are like a lot of people in the streets there. So I just give them some gift baskets. Wish them Merry Christmas. And I do that every year. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Callista?
2: So my social cause is children's health and sick kids versus. So sick kids is the children's hospital that is in Toronto. And a lot of kids are placed into that hospital because it's one of the only ones of its kind in the whole province. And so I chose this as my social cause because my little sister was born with liver disease, like liver failure has a big name that I'm really bad at pronouncing. So I'm not even going to try. But basically her liver shut down so that her brain could keep functioning when she was in my mom's tummy. So she uh, was born very small and yellow because so, she had jaundice. Mm. And So yeah, uh, um, if it weren't for the people at SickKids and the pediatricians, she wouldn't have been able to come home after a couple weeks in the hospital. And I believe that every child should be able to come home to their families and that every child should be healthy. So I always advocate for healthy eating for children, for getting kids to go outside and play if they can. I also... I donate to Sick Kids Versus, which is this charity that Sick Kids runs. And basically, you can specify which uh, charity you want to donate to. So, Sick Kids Versus Cancer, Sick Kids Versus Jaundice, et cetera. Mm. And yeah, I'm very passionate about it.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: And uh, how about you, Emma? My social cause is Food for Kids, and it's fighting for a child hunger across Ontario. So, they have two programs one is the Red Backpack Program, it's where they deliver the food to schools to people who don't have access, and then they have a summer program where people volunteer to deliver. So me and my mom, we deliver in the summer to their houses, and honestly, it's really, it's really sad, but it's it's awesome that they have these type of programs, all these awesome like social causes and things that we can do to help other people. Because like I see them, they're like waiting out the window for their food to come. Like it's it's really like inspiring, and it's 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 good that they, we have all these awesome programs. And also Girl Power did a fundraiser at a skating rink for Food for Kids. And we all sang, we did karaoke and you could donate to sing karaoke. And it, it was really good.
0: I love that. I love that. Now, obviously you guys have done a couple, as you shared, you've done like things like Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, so you've done some cover songs, but you guys, obviously you write a lot of your own music. So what is the songwriting process like? So for our songwriting process, we get split
2: into smaller groups and we brainstorm ideas that we want our songs to be about. And we put them on sticky notes and then we put them up on our mirror in the dance studio just so that we can see everything. Usually the mirrors are covered from the middle part all the way down to the floor and with just ideas. And then we connect the dots. So say I say, okay, I want to write about bullying. And Emma said okay, I want to write about staying true to yourself and not changing for anyone. We might put that into a song. And then our producer, Yovan he um, makes a beat and kind of gives us a little guide melody just so that we know how to write the song and what like the timing it would be. And so, yeah, that's basically it. We just have to really brainstorm. And it doesn't take too long if we all focus on the song itself.
0: I love that it's a really collaborative process. And it kind of feels like all of you have input and, um, what is that like? And, and really finding a way to kind of all work together. Cause I mean, you know, anytime you get multiple people working on, you know, it's one thing, a lot of times people, you might use the phrase like too many cooks in the kitchen, but you guys really do work well together. And, and what is something that you have found that has helped you in the collaboration process?
2: Honestly, I think that since we're all in this group, and we all like music, we all want the world to be a better place. It gets really easy when you're around people that are like minded to write a, a song or even do anything really. So um, it's not too difficult. Sometimes there's like, we do like, are like, that doesn't rhyme. Um, that doesn't <laughs> kind of flow with it. But it's never like really hard to work with each other. It's, it's really fun.
0: Now you guys have gone on tour. Obviously, tour is put on hold a little bit right now with COVID-19. But I am curious, can any of you share a maybe funny or crazy story from something that has happened on tour?
2: Yeah, so we went on the Boys of Summer Tour in the US. We went to Washington, DC, New York, and Boston. And the two people in this call that went on tour, me and Callista, we went. And uh The other people who were interviewed last week on a different interview, they were also on tour too. So it was a really great experience. Like we had so much fun. And one of my crazy memories was that we were supposed to go to the same hotel on Saturday and Sunday but then we went to the same one on friday and saturday so on on the saturday we went to the wrong hotel and it was like <laughs> an hour away from the actual hotel oh no so we arrived at the w- wrong hotel it was fully booked there was like no room at all i think there's like a wedding or something and Dawn was like trying to get us in like helping <laughs> but <laughs> like it was really um tiring because it was like at 2am so they found <laughs> another hotel for us like 5 minutes away and then we walked in. It was really nice. It was like an apartment. And we opened the microwave and there was an old potato in there. And yeah.
0: <laughs> just somebody just randomly microwaving a potato in a hotel room?
3: Well, it just looked like it was in there for so long. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty random. Not going to lie.
2: <laughs> How about you, Callista? One of the craziest things that happened on tour, okay, it would have to be during our summer tours through the Rip Fest Northern Heat series. We would perform all summer through the Northern Heat Rib Series. And one time, we were in a more country-ish area, and I think it was just outside of Markham, Ontario, which is like 30 minutes away from Toronto. It just started raining, and we're in this big field. It starts raining. There's lightning, and there's everyone's trying to hide in their cars or underneath the um, the river's uh, tents. And so we're just on stage, and the music is cutting out because the rain is so heavy. It's hitting the cords, and luckily we had like a, a what's it called? a thing covering us over top. But still, we were getting wet. The stage is getting wet. Our mics are getting wet. The tents are flying away over the sound booth. It it was crazy. We had to stop the show for a couple minutes until it stopped. And yeah, I think that that might have been the craziest thing that happened.
0: (laughs) That is definitely uh, pretty crazy. Now... I have learned that you guys were nominated for a Juno Award. So for anybody that is maybe not familiar with a Juno Award, can you kind of explain what it is and why this nomination was such a big deal for you guys?
2: So the Junos is just like, I think it's the Grammys in the U.S. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So Girl Power was nominated for Best Children's Album. And this is the first time that actually kids have been nominated for this award and awesome yeah it's really cool and we got nominated for our album called this is us and it has i think six and is that correct how many songs are on our album i'm not really sure i forgot we have lots of songs on our album and it's just a really cool experience to know that we're nominated and if you don't win it's just a really good exposure for girl power
0: That's amazing. Um, Can anybody else kind of share, you know, what has, what has it been like to realize that, you know, after, you know, three years of this group, you guys are really starting to get um, the recognition that, I mean, you guys put in so much hard work. You've been on tour, you have been writing songs. What does it feel like to really finally start to get to a point where you're realizing like, Hey, people are listening and we're, we're starting to really grow and get to a point where we're getting nominated for, I mean, yeah, in, in Canada, the Juno Awards are very similar to the, the Grammys. So that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. So uh, anybody else kind of want to share what that's been like?
2: For us, I feel like it's obviously been like such relief because we put in like so much hard work in trying to get to this point. We're like, oh my God, people are actually listening to us. It's like, it's really great. Um, I feel like we feel really proud of ourselves for reaching to this point. Because our songs are amazing and we love them and they spread so many positive messages. So the more people that listen to us, the more people that understand our meaning. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. That is so amazing. Now, obviously, you know, you guys have big dreams. So where do you hopefully see Girl Power in five, 10 years from now?
2: I think I can see Girl Power... I have a lot of dreams for girl power, but um, (laughs) one of the things that I can see is us going and opening up for one of our favorite artists. Uh, We cover songs by Avril Lavigne, Alessia Cara, the Spice Girls. So we do hope that if the Spice Girls, they go on a reunion tour around the whole world, that'd be so cool if we could like open for them. That'd be so amazing. Or Alessia Cara, she is also young and she advocates for... Um, like kindness and loving yourself and we've actually met her when we went to the Juno uh, press conference and she was very kind and she was talking about how she loves our group and how it's such a good idea so opening for her would be really cool or if Avril Lavigne goes back on tour I'm so down I was about four years old and I realized I was emo at heart and (laughs) I wanted to be Avril Lavigne (laughs)
0: Um, well, the funny story is, uh, I got, I was, when I was 16 and, uh, th- don't, this is, this is me just telling a story. Don't do what I did. <laughs> so I got my first speeding ticket listening to an Alvaro Levine song <laughs> when I was 16 years old. I was, uh, driving down, I was driving to the beach with a couple of my friends and, uh, I was jamming out driving my nineteen 1990- ninety three Ford Escort, and I was jamming out to why do you have to go with it being so complicated, and I was not paying attention to how fast I was going, and I got a speeding ticket. So don't do that. Um, don't get a speeding ticket while listening to Avril Lavigne. Um, but- so, anyway, that's just all I think about now when I think about Avril Lavigne was that was when I got my first speeding ticket. So, uh, that's a bad example. But also, if you guys, if, if, no lie, if Spice Girls goes on tour, I will 1,000% be at that concert and y'all better be opening up for them. And then I'll just be in the front row and I'll be like, remember me, right? I'm on that podcast. Um, and you guys will be like, this little person down there. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, see you guys, you didn't even know what you were signing up for when you agreed to do an interview with me. So, um, (laughs) um, okay. Now, uh, I am curious. I know a couple of fun facts about some of you. So, Chloe Ray, you were uh, you did not share with me that you also play the violin, which is pretty amazing, so you're a really talented musician. How old were you when you started playing the violin and uh the piano? Well, I started playing the violin
4: about a year ago. It's still really new for me, but it's super fun and for the piano, I've been playing that for a couple of years now, so I really love playing instruments. That's awesome.
0: You just, you are a really just kind of musically inclined person. And so you just love all things music. And uh, that is actually, I sing. I took piano lessons for a little bit when I was a kid, but can't really remember. I can read music, but that's about it. Um, but my husband is very musically inclined. Like he plays the piano. He like taught himself the guitar, the fiddle, all that kind of stuff. So I was just like, how, but some people just have that gift and you have that gift. So that's pretty awesome. Emma, you are old enough uh, for TikTok, and uh, you met some TikTokers uh, last summer, and I will be honest, I mean, I know what TikTok is. Um, Again, I feel that if you had free hours of AOL, you shouldn't be on it because you're too old. Um, So um, tell us about the famous TikTokers that you met last summer when you guys were on tour.
2: Yeah, they were... They were so nice. Honestly, I met some like really, really famous people. Like it was crazy. I never thought I would like meet them ever. And I'm only 14. And I already met them. And just, like, <laughs> they, have, they have a lot of followers and stuff, but it's not just about that. Like they had really nice personalities yeah. and like, it was just crazy meeting them. I didn't think I would. And like, I still have contact with some of them and I have contact with the girl. She was also singing on the tour and yeah, like it was so
0: awesome meeting them. That's really cool. That's really cool. Chloe, I know that you compete in pageants. So, when did you start competing in pageants and what has that experience been like? And is your talent in the pageants? Is it singing?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's singing too. So, I'm actually part of a group that does pageantry and it's called IPEN and it stands for International Pageant Entertainment Network. And we sing and I sing, I perform there. We also dance. And we also do like competitions for ambassadors. And we got to perform in downtown Toronto. We get to do a little parade around the city. That's really cool and a really fun experience. And we also get to go at New York and do another parade. And I joined IPen about a year and a half ago.
0: That's awesome. Callista, you sang the you sang for the Toronto Raptors Championship NBA team. So uh, I need to hear this story. What did you, I mean, did you sing, is it, uh, this is going to be a really silly question. Was it the like Canadian national anthem or <laughs> what, like what, what did you sing for them? How did that all come about?
2: So basically my mom, she always is trying to find auditions for me to sing. Cause she knows that I like performing. So she found one and it said, um, audition for the Toronto Raptors to sing the national anthem. So she said, okay, we'll send in a video. This was, like, two years ago that we sent in this video. And they got um, a new choreographer for the entertainment. So they um, they weren't really watching the videos. They were just trying to sort that out. But then they got a new person, and she's very nice. And she basically called me, and she said, Hey, do you want to come to the stadium to have a sound check? Which was basically, like, my audition. So I stood there. I was wearing, like, a suit. And (laughs) I, I sang... The anthem, while some of the guys were actually warming up for a game that was that night, and I was super nervous, I was like shaking, and then she called me about two days later and said, someone canceled, do you want to come and sing the anthem? And so I sang in front of a full stadium in the beginning of the season for the Raptors, and I sang the Canadian and the American anthem, and it was really, really fun. I got a jersey, and I, got, I went and bought like one of those like really big pop cups yes I I like to have merchandise from places (laughs) that I go (laughs) so it was really cool and the entertainment uh, choreographer or organizer she also runs all of the all of the sporting leagues um entertainment so the NHL the um CFL which is the Canadian Football League Mm -hmm. the um Soccer League and the Basketball League so I got to sing at a FIBA Cup game which was Canada, Team Canada basketball team versus the Dominican Republic basketball team and I sang the Canadian anthem at that one and it was in Oshawa which was really cool. So yeah, it was was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Ashika. you are a talented painter. Yeah. How did you get into painting and art? Well,
2: I started painting when I was like when I could hold a pencil, I started yeah. drawing. I started drawing like, and I still have a drawing. I think it was um, Ever After High or something like that. I think it was now like or, I don't know. But it was, oh, and I also drew Elsa for
4: <laughs> She had no bags. But I started drawing and then when I was around, I think seven,
2: I moved to Markham and uh, my mom found an art teacher and he was really good. I mean, he was teaching oil paintings. And they look so realistic because I just like entered into the art field and didn't really know how you could paint so I was like whoa that was so good so I went to his classes and he teach me like drawing and stuff and then like,
4: he started with my first oil painting and I went to him for like about five
2: years I think and I recently just stopped because of the coronavirus and obviously because I had school and a lot of other stuff going on I kind of took a break but I still do paint right now, and I'm trying to find out, like, new styles of painting, like, maybe just some watercolor. Like, I can get my hands on some great quality watercolor pieces.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I, um, for the listeners, I will, um, as always, I will put all of the links to how you can listen to Girl Power, how you can check out some of their stuff and, and see some of their work. And also we're going to do something really special in this episode. I've done this one other episode when I had another musician on, um, but I will, at the end of this episode, don't click away because I'm actually going to include the audio to a couple of Girl Power songs. So you can check them out here on the podcast, which is really exciting. Okay. I have some fun get to know you questions. Obviously we've been getting to know you for the last 40 minutes, but, um, this is one of my favorite portions of the show. Cause I just get to ask some just really fun, lighthearted questions. It's my listener's favorite portion of the show. And I thought I would pick some very kind of unique ones that would be a little bit more kind of special and, and tailored to you. And so one thing that I always ask, or I don't always ask, but I ask it pretty regularly is, you know, if somebody could play you in a movie, who would it be? And so considering how when I was in, I guess it was... Was it like, maybe I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I can't remember exactly what year. Uh, The movie Spice World came out. Now, Spice World was not going to win any uh, Oscars or Golden Globes, but man, as a young tween, I loved me some Spice World. And obviously, if you you don't know, that's the movie that uh, the Spice Girls were in. So when the eventual girl power movie comes out, I'm going to go around. I'm going to ask each of you who is going to play you in the eventual girl power movie. Now this isn't a hypothetical scenario where you don't play yourself. So just for fun. Okay. So who wants to start, who knows exactly who they want to play them in the movie? <laughs> um, I think I do. So All right, I would have
2: either Amanda Sternberg uh, play me or Zendaya. Because I love Zendaya. I love Zendaya so much. She's so, like, such a good person and she's so funny. And uh, I just love her acting and I love her singing and her dancing. I've been a fan of her since she started on Disney and Shake It Up. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I would like her. So, yeah, Zendaya or
0: Amanda Sternberg? I love it. I love it. Who's next? Who knows?
2: Um, I would say Tori Kelly. She was in the movie Sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is, like, a really good singer. She's always been my inspiration. She's, like, a really kind-hearted person. I always join her live stream. She's so nice. And she's a really great singer. So she just seems like a really nice person to me. Like, I would love to meet her.
0: That's a good one, Emma. I like it. Who's next? Who knows? Okay, okay. All right, Ashika.
2: I didn't really know at first, but then I was, like, thinking about all my favorite actresses or, like, celebrities. I was like, who's the bail. Why not? Because, like, I love her voice. And her hair is, like, so similar to mine because it's so poopy.
1: Yeah. It's, like, really
2: hard to, like, get down in pain. So I think she'd be great. I love her voice as
0: well. It's kind of similar to mine. It's really, like, stretchy. And And tell me her name one more time. Mila Cabello. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. That's a great one. All right. Chloe, Chloe Ray, Brigitte. Who knows? I'll go. All right, Chloe.
2: One of my favorite movies is called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And it's a Netflix original. Yeah. I love the series the movies. So I would say the main character, her name is Lana Condor. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Something like that. And I'm half Asian. I'm half Filipino, half Maltese. And I feel like she's just a really good actor. And I love the movies. So I thought that would be really cool if she would play me.
0: That is awesome. That's a great choice. Great choice. All right. Brigitte or
2: Chloe Ray.
3: I'm still thinking, but like, I forget the girl's name, but I know the who she plays. So it's the girl who plays Supergirl and, oh, yeah. and she looks a lot like when my mom and me, like I stand beside the TV, she's like, okay, you actually look like her. Cause she has like the same color hair as me. And I would be like, okay, she looks like she's like a really good actor. She's played in a lot of movies that I watch. And she's also like, I love her so much. I watch the Supergirl series like every day. It's amazing.
0: I love it. That's awesome.
3: Uh what about you, Chloe
4: Ray? Oh, I'm really not sure actually. I don't
0: know. Do you have any favorite actresses or favorite singers? Uh maybe Sky Jackson. Yeah, that's a great one. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Now, when you guys are maybe getting ready for a performance or you're, you know, you're hanging out, you know, before you're going to go on stage and you're just kind of, you're not, you know, you're not warming up yet, but you're just kind of getting hyped up. What is some of the, what are some of the songs that you guys have on like your hype up playlist? Like, are there any groups or particular music you guys like to listen to that just, y'all just start dancing and having fun as you're getting ready to go on stage? Um,
2: honestly, they're really inspirational. I love listening to their music. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, um, I just, like, if you look up on Spotify, like, upbeat songs, mm-hmm. you can find a lot of, like, hyper, Or there's also a hyper playlist or whatever. Like, I just like like getting ready to music. And, like, it gets you excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. For me, uh, whenever I'm in the car driving to wherever – we're performing. Sometimes it could be like a 10-minute drive. It could be like a two-hour drive to where we're performing. So I always listen to what, a playlist that I made called Movie Montage. And it has like my favorite music from like those 2000s movies. So, But the, the music's from like the 90s and 80s and 70s. So it's like Cherry Bomb by The Runaway, uh, One Way or Another. Yes. Uh, and then God is the DJ by Ping. Just those kind of songs. I just think that they they make me feel like I'm in a two thousands movie. (laughs) It (laughs) makes me feel like motivated.
0: I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anybody else have any hype up songs they love listening to?
2: Um, for me, I have like a playlist I made like a few years ago, and it's it's just my favorite songs. And I have like two sections of it. I have sad songs and I have happy songs. So I play those happy songs on repeat and like full blast, like in my car before. Beach like where we're supposed to play. And my mom hates me for it because I'm blasted it in <laughs> Annoying her is one part and
0: listening to the songs the other side this thing. <laughs> Yeah. You're a lot like me. I have playlists for just about every single mood or occasion. I, my Spotify playlists are, I don't even know how many hundreds I have, but <laughs> I have very specific playlists for very specific moods and very specific times. And I'm the kind of person too who like, I associate certain songs with certain memories. And so if I hear, like I said, I hear yeah, Avril Lavigne and I think about getting my first feeding ticket and you know there are certain songs that like I mean you know I'm in my mid-30s and I have two kids but like there are certain songs now that like all I think about is I was listening to them when I was in labor with my children (laughs) so um yeah I really have like it runs the gamut I have like songs I listen to while I work while I cook all the kinds of things Okay, obviously, I could sit here and ask y'all a million more questions. um, But uh, I wanted to ask two more. And the second to last question is just for each of you to kind of share, are you a book person? Or are you a movie person? And if so, do you have a favorite movie? Or do you have maybe a favorite series of books that you like to read? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm a total bookworm, but usually just when it comes to the whole Twilight saga, the Twilight series, <laughs> I don't know why. I have some type of emotional attachment to it, probably because when Eclipse came out, it was always playing on the movie network every other day. So my mom would just put it on for me. And so she let me read the books when I got into the eighth grade, and she got me every single book, um, the ones that we already had. And then I asked every single holiday, oh, can I, can I have another book? Can I have another one, please? So I really like books more than movies cuz I feel like they have more detail. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a bu- I'm a reader too. I'm a reader too. Uh, Chloe Ray, you were totally ready to jump into that one. Tell me.
4: So when I was a little bit younger, I used to love like reading, like diary of a Wimpy Kid books. Yeah. So I like watching the movie first and then reading the book. I don't know why, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Who else?
4: Um, for me? I'm like a half and half because I love the books,
2: but the movies, I feel like I'm just emotionally attached to movies. Like, it's mm-hmm. like 100% in the zone when I'm watching a movie. So, but like, my favorite book series is probably um, One of Us is Lying or Two to Keep a Secret because I'm, Ooh. like, the weird person who loves crime and murder stories. So, Stop. I love watching, like, <laughs> horror movies and being we watch like horror movies because my mom and my sister can't stand it. Like literally last night, we just watched like a shark movie, and it was horrible. Like see the person's face just getting ripped off by a <laughs> shark. So and I'm a pretty boring person. So I guess I like am half. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. That's hilarious. You're like, I love murder mysteries. That's okay. I do. I and then when you get older, you'll get into true crime podcasts. It'll be a whole, you'll a whole nother like rabbit hole of <laughs> things. All right. Uh, how about you, Brigitte? So
3: I'm honestly into movies. Like, um, I love also watching, like, old movies. Like, uh, my mom just found out she had The Outsiders at the cottage. So I was watching that. But I really love horror movies. Me and my dad will binge watch a horror series. And my mom will be, like, hiding in the book and, like, screaming. And me and my dad like, this is cool. I <laughs> like this. And my favorite movie is, honestly, the It movie. Because oh I thought goodness. it was, like, I thought, I thought it was hilarious. Me and my friend, um, we, uh, we when I got on Netflix, I'm like, you're coming to my house. We we're going downstairs. We we're going to get chips and we we're watching it. The only time we screamed is when he like jumped out out of the TV and we were screaming and we threw our chips in the air and it was hilarious. I caught it on video too. Oh I was videotaping goodness.
0: us. That's really funny. I am not. I can't. You're braver than me. I can't do horror movies. No, thank you. That is a, like... <laughs> Even, like, yesterday, I was watching um, the Disney Nature Penguins movie with my kid, and, like, the, the penguin almost got eaten by the leopard seal, spoiler alert, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, Steve, Steve the penguin, you gotta get out! It was too, too intense for me. It was about penguins, okay? So, I clearly would not do very well watching it. Um, anyway, this is too much information for you.
2: Uh, Emma, Emma, you're up. I agree with Ashka. I love crime. Um... <laughs> I watch a lot of Netflix shows. Yeah, I'm more of a movie show person, not books as much. I mean, I like reading, but I just like like the visual more.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, for sure.
2: And what you said about true crime podcasts, I listen to them all the time. All right, Emma,
0: I see you. I see you listen to the true crime podcasts.
2: <laughs> all right, how about you, Chloe? I would say I'm more of like a movie TV show person. I like like funny movies and like crime and mystery movies. Yeah. And my favorite movie is probably the Charlie's Angels because it's like really funny and like and, like the mysteries and stuff. And I remember last year me, my friends used to pretend that we were actually the Charlie's Angels. We
0: used to like do the pose and we used to, like yeah. with them. That's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Okay. Well, my last question is a question that I ask all of my guests. And so you don't all have to answer this one. Whoever feels like they have a good answer for this one, you can jump in. Um, But that is, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? And obviously you guys are young, but you are, you know, you're in business. You guys are working hard. So what does it really mean to you to run a business with purpose? It's really
2: cool to know that we're running a business because it's really... It's like really cool to know that we're inspiring like young adults like to never give up and to always believe in yourself. That's great. Yeah. Um I was literally just going to say that. Um it's just it's really cool. It gives us a bit of a different inside of like what it's like to um not just be the consumers but also be the actual producers. And so it also, it gives us another bridgeway into a different kind of industry instead of maybe going into a certain kind of marketing we're going into musical marketing or performance and something in the music industry, which is something really cool to me because music, I like how it's a whole industry in and of itself and how it's kind of separate from other yeah. things, but it's also very joined with other things. I don't know. It's very, I like it.
0: Yeah. And it's, and you guys are in a unique position in that, I mean, music is life for so many people. And so the, the platform that you guys have with music, you really do have this opportunity to enact positive change and and influence people. I mean, music has influenced people for hundreds of years. So you guys have a really powerful um, platform with that. So anybody else want to answer before we go? Yeah. Ashika. I had to say what
2: you were going to say. I was like, music is like so good it influences so many other people so Mm -hmm. it just feels good knowing that you could just make someone's day by playing music and playing my passion singing dancing and doing what I love but also helping other people at the same time and it just makes my day better yeah doing what you love and helping other people as well so that's kind of a
0: deal yes yes anybody else before we go Sure. I'll say
3: something. Hi, Bridget. So honestly, this has been amazing because it's like the first time I'm like in a band and I've made so many friends and I'm on TV now. And like every time I go to my friends, I'm like, oh my God, you gotta watch me on TV. And this is also <laughs> going to help me with my career when I'm older because I really want to go to an art school yeah. and it could help me like making my own band
0: and even like, it'd be like so much fun and everything. Mm, yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, you guys, this has been so much fun. I have had such a pleasure to have all of you on the show. And uh, I just love knowing that there are amazing young women like yourselves who are just, you're such amazing role models for young girls and so many, uh, you know, teens and tweens. And even like you said, like a lot of the songs that you guys write are, you know, they're for anybody to listen to. So just thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for um, the passion that you are putting into your music and your performances. And thank you for coming on the show today, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you loved this conversation with Girl Power. Stay tuned to hear their songs, This Is Us and Never Let Go.
1: strong people working hard every day and night trying to make the world peaceful and we won't give up without a fight we're gonna help those who are in need yes we believe they can succeed overcoming obstacles gonna fall, not gonna fall. Now I'm trying not to be you at all. I'm gonna stand above you, gonna stand above you. I'm never gonna need you, never gonna need you. Yeah, I love myself. Wouldn't be someone else. Bring me down, bring me. Yeah, I tried to be someone that I'm not, that I'm not, yeah, I'm so done.
0: To know what you loved about this episode, or maybe something that you learned. If you do, let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, and don't forget to use that hashtag #BusinessWithPurposePodcast. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you are a first-time listener of the show, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring incredible entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses. And if you are a regular listener of the show, Thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out, and thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button. Clicking that subscribe button helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you just take a moment to leave a review for me? Leaving a review really just helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. As always, this show is produced by the amazing team at Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose.
2: Now go do something good with purpose on purpose.